Hey everybody, my name is Jonah Payne, and I'm a senior at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm currently pursuing degrees in music performance and psychology. The title of my presentation today is Programming Decisions of Steel Band Directors in the United States. So before I begin, I just want to quickly explain what a steel band is. So a steel band is a musical ensemble that is comprised of mostly steel pans, which are made from oil barrels, as well as a rhythm section. Steel pans were invented in the 1940s. The steel pans moved to the United States around the late 1950s. By 2016, it was estimated that there were already over 600 steel bands just in the K-12 and university settings. So there are likely much more than that now. So today, I will be discussing the programming decisions of steel band directors in the United States. Programming simply refers to the music played by the ensemble. So when one attends a concert, there's normally a program with the list of songs that are performed Looking into this topic is something that was suggested by Dr. Brandon Haskett in his 2016 study. He's been pioneering the process of researching U.S. steel bands. His 2016 study used surveys to investigate demographic information and pedagogical information of steel bands in the United States. So why does this matter? There is limited research on steel bands in general, especially United States steel bands. In addition, nobody has researched this very specific topic of programming of concerts for U.S. steel bands, nor the availability of repertoire for various genres written for steel bands. Also, I think it is essential to document history in the making while pans are so young. As with most world music, uh, I believe this family of instruments is not appreciated enough, and they're often viewed as just a novelty instrument. And on that point, the final reason why I believe this is so important is that exploring the types of music performed by steel bands and why can point toward future directions on how to further acculturate steel pans into all genres and ensembles, as well as U.S. music culture in general. I had three main research questions going into this study. First, what are the most common genres selected for performance, arrangement, and composition by U.S. Steel Band directors? Second, what factors influence U.S. Steel Band directors' decisions regarding repertoire selection, arrangements, and compositions? And finally, which genres have the most and least notated repertoire available? So a brief overview of the methods. I reached out to the U.S. Steel Band directors' Facebook page. I was able to get 51 participants for this survey and 36 were full responses. I created the survey via Qualtrics and there was essentially one half focused on the steel band directors themselves and one half that was focused on the steel bands they direct. Looking at results of directors who arrange music, the traditional Trinidadian music and pop music were most frequently arranged and concerti are the least frequently arranged. In regard to composing, once again, traditional Trinidadian is the most frequently composed. Concerti are the least. For programming, it's very similar. Once again, traditional Trinidadian and pop music are the most frequently programmed, while concerti are the least frequently programmed. In regard to arranging and composing influences, 
matching the group's skill level with the difficulty of music, as well as pedagogical benefits for players, were the most influential. However, opportunities for improvisation and trying to appease musical preferences of the general public are the least influential. Programming influences were mainly trying to match group skill level with difficulty of music and amount of time available for rehearsals, while again trying to appease musical preferences of the general public are the least influential. And lastly, regarding repertoire availability, most directors agreed that traditional Trinidadian and pop music have the most notated repertoire available, while concerti have the least. So traditional Trinidadian music is arranged, composed, and programmed the most frequently, while pop music seems to be second, and other Latin American styles are third. Concerti, but also solo concert pieces and contemporary classical ensembles are arranged, composed, and programmed the least frequently across the board. Solo concert pieces and contemporary classical ensemble pieces require a small sect of performers to play, which excludes the rest of the band. Therefore, I can't say that my numbers on programming for these genres accurately reflect how often they are performed in general, because speaking from experience, many people put them on recitals and percussion ensemble concerts, and they're not always on the steel band concert because they're not performed by an entire band. However, integrating into these styles will hopefully further acculturate these instruments to our culture in the United States without taking away from the traditional music. Also using steel pan for these styles would likely reduce the novelty instrument stereotypes. So regarding the availability ratings, steel band directors believed that most availability was between a 2.1 which corresponds to average availability, and 3.6, which corresponds to good availability. But no genre was perceived as having excellent availability. And regarding the programming influences, they nearly mirror the influences on arranging and composing. So for both, the option of matching group skill with the music is the largest influence. This is logical, However, this does raise a question of whether or not there is sufficient music for each skill level range. So, for example, intermediate music. In regard to the first research question, which asked about the most common genres selected for performance, arrangement, and composition, it appears that traditional Trinidadian and pop music across the board are the most frequently arranged, composed, and programmed. In regard to influences on those programming decisions, it appears that trying to match group skill level with the difficulty of music, as well as pedagogical benefits for the players, are the most prominent influences on arranging, composing, and programming decisions. And it is worth noting that the amount of time available for rehearsals is also salient for programming decisions. Regarding the repertoire availability question, we can see that Traditional Trinidadian music has the highest repertoire availability, while concerti has the lowest. The lasting conclusion is that this traditional Trinidadian music clearly dominates every single category, and while we do need to honor the rich history and culture behind these instruments, I think it is important to have a greater variety in order to break the stereotype of 
this instrument being a novelty instrument. He suggested that someone looks at the demographics of composers whose music is programmed for steel band concerts. This study solely focused on U.S. steel bands. There are currently steel bands all over the world, not just Trinidad and the United States, all over Europe and Asia and elsewhere. And future research on the programming decisions of steel bands in those other countries should definitely be done. Finally, the genres and influences in my tables are not representative of all possibilities. I hope that the study perpetuates the steel band research that Haskett began, but there is much more needed to document history in the making, fill gaps in the literature, shed light on an underappreciated art form, and to find ways to further acculturate these instruments into our music. And before I sign off, I would like to acknowledge UCARE for funding my research on this unique overlooked topic. I really appreciate that. And also I want to thank Dr. Brown Kramer and Dr. Hall for being my advisors on this project. I could not have done any of this without you both, so thank you so much. And here's a quick glimpse of the references. I highly suggest checking out Angela Smith's book. Thank you.